Oh, hi, Dave. <laughs> Ian, boom, catching me off guard. Ian, all my caffeine's worn off, so I guess it's okay that you uh, startle me now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I'm Ian. That's Dave. Dave yeah. Thanks, Jason. Cars. We got lots to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave, what we we went and did the thing that we've been doing kind of a lot of lately. Yeah. Went and drove some rental carts. Mm-hmm. And yep. we went with we went some friend with some friends this time. We did, Ian. We did. We met up with Brian uh, and Jerome from the race team. Yeah. 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 Um, and this was like I think the first instance. So Brian, um, you know he their team that I've been racing with uh, in Lemons, they kind of coalesced around uh, rally a rallycross scene that's here in Denver, and Jerome was also part of that. And apparently he's been listening to us for a while and at a party the in the last few weeks, um, Jerome pieced together that I was on Brian's Lemons team gotcha. and, was, and was like, oh, I listen to those guys, um, <laughs> which is, to my knowledge, the first like in the wild, you know, sort of like you know, secondary person knows us, but they meet someone who listens to the show. Right. Um, right. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, then we, and then days later we went karting with him. I, first of all, I was very thankful to meet Jerome uh, and have a chance to apologize firsthand. <laughs> for, for this, for this, for this right? Yeah. yeah. Se- second, Ian, it, this is a, an interesting shift because you've been Ian for a long time, right? You've been Ian for quite a while, more than you would like to admit. But yeah. you've never at really at least been, thirty years. <laughs> yeah, at least thirty years. Uh-huh. But you've mm-hmm. never been the Ian or oh that Ian. Correct. Yeah. Okay. As far as I know. Yeah. How does it feel to be oh that Ian? Honestly, no better than Ian. Um, which is already not great. So, you know, um, yeah, I think, I think my ambivalence towards the success of this show is pretty well documented as is mine. Yeah. Uh Um, so yeah, but it was, it was, it was, it was, it was neat. It was, yes, that there's actual like people out there that we don't already know who do listen to the show. Um, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, Anyway, Jerome and Brian, like, I think we all had a good time yes. karting. Um, they were both quick, as we knew they were going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, it was a great. It was a great time. Yeah, Ian, it was karting. Yeah, right. It's always great. It's yeah, always great. And Dave, I have a question for you about it. Yeah, who was the fastest? Who was the fastest driver that well, particular day? Ian, I just happened to be the fastest boy in school that day. You definitely were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Consistently. Yeah, I had uh, I had some good runs. I got the Coca-Cola cart number three. And uh, me and that cart, we haven't always gotten along. Yeah. Um, it's very, uh, very drifty. The rear really likes to come out. But the motor's good. The clutch is good. And the brakes are there. Um, but yeah, it, that one just seemed to be speaking to me that day mm-hmm. and uh i dropped two uh i dropped two 30.3s yeah, yeah. a 30.363 and a 30.0 or 30.30 yeah. something yeah yeah extremely yeah. respectable times yes thank you thank you um and i will say i think that the the thing that i've noticed with you lately uh-huh with your dry with the carts is that your consistency has that's the gear that you've unlocked uh, okay. you're not like absolute i don't think you're any like absolute over one lap faster lately than you right. have been right for a little yeah. while yeah i've been plateauing in this 30.3 to 5 to 6 ish yeah area right. yeah yeah um which is still it's super fast but if you can do those laps over and over and over again and more importantly across different cart characteristics yeah which is the real big thing like right adapting your driving style to fit the cart that you get 
yeah. um, to make it work for you. That's the that's the big change that I've noticed. And I wonder if that's a lot to do with autocross. I was just going to say, I think the only kind of like input that could have like influenced that output is autocross. I think that like the like throwing the nugget around is is paying off like in in other yeah. areas of racing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so yeah, I've I've definitely noticed just the cuz I mean there's been times where you're faster than me in the heat. Like you have one yeah. lap that's faster than me in the heat, mm-hmm. but I'll still pass you and finish in front of you. Yeah, you'll nip me. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Not uh, but my lap my lap won't be faster, right? You'll just have like one lap that's not so great and then you'll have like a really great lap. That doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> You know, and I was thinking about that when I was editing this video. That's why I put it in there. Okay. Talk about this. So we put up a video that yeah. was us bantering back and forth while we were carting, yes. um, which is a lot of fun. You should go check it out. Yes. Um, but the thing that I noticed is just how like consistent our gap is. You know. Yes. Like. Uh, yeah, it was just a really. It's it's been it's been a lot of fun to be able to just be nose to tail with you now, um, yes. and like slicing through traffic together is right like, super fun. Yeah, that is the best. Like you and I slicing and dicing together. Like it's mm-hmm. one thing to like to like oh I get through traffic, then like later you get through or whatever. But like right. when one of us is watching the other one, and and like we're able to stay with each other through that. That is like. That is carding bliss right there. Yeah, totally yeah. agree. It's right. If you're gonna cart with randos uh-huh. and you're not gonna set your best ever time, yeah. then this is the next best feeling. You know, exactly. I think like getting a new PR is like definitely yeah. Oh, yeah. the best rental cart feeling. And then right underneath that is whatever this concoction is that we've come up with yeah no you're right you're right like that tan like you said tandem traffic management is yeah it's so fun yeah yeah right yeah especially being able to talk to each other the whole time man um yeah so anyway if you haven't if you haven't seen this video it's basically dave and i one heat slicing and dicing through traffic while we talk to each other and you can hear us talking to each other yes um which i think is as far as i can tell is fairly unique in the world of go-kart video helmet cam videos right so yeah we'll see i think so i think so and, i don't know uh, if i mean the only 40 people can't be wrong so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly yeah yeah no it's such a good time like like the the radios just unlock it and then just being able to have this to go back to is so fun yeah, yeah. Definitely. you know yeah i i i just i love i love how you can just predict rando behavior you're so good at that like early in the video you're like i'm gonna get this guy right here because he's gonna do this and thank you and like you know like you know we know where people typically go wrong we know where like the people that have been there like like sizing up like the aggro drivers where they're going to overdrive and like you know the noobs and stuff like that you know like i think i still make mistakes in interpreting their stuff i think like you just like all you just beautiful mind that stuff like right in front of you <laughs> yeah i don't yeah i don't always get it right and i end up that's why i end up hitting people sometimes right because, because rando is more erratic right? right and so like i there's there's certain things that like a lot of people do especially if they're like medium fast yes you know if they're like two seconds a lap slower than us yeah i remember where i made up those two seconds right Right. and you do too you remember where you made it and i think it's fairly common so you can kind of pick out where people's where people are going to make their mistakes and there's a few spots on the track where you can really take it to your advantage yeah um and you know, indoor carding place, you have to take whatever spots you get. Like you're right, yeah. You know, because otherwise you're stuck. There's and there's a lot of places where you catch a cart and you ruin two laps. Yes, yeah. Which is, is frustrating. So right. Um. Yeah, you got to be on it. Yeah, yeah. I also like that we met alternative universe. You like we had an interaction with that with the alternative universe. Yes. You yeah. I forgot about that. Yes. So we and I. 
uh, I'm so angry with myself that I didn't because I had stickers with me and I didn't run up and and grab them and before he left. But so my love for you know having a work meeting end a few minutes early and then going to the go kart track on the way to the airport on a business trip um is well well documented (laughs) yeah and we saw one guy who was there rental helmet business casual by himself yep um he was not with the group and you know he was pretty quick Uh uh-huh um and then we got done and we overheard him talking to the staff and saying that he races he's he races in north carolina normally and i was like oh man we i do the same thing thing. yep and i thought i was gonna have a chance to uh grab him and uh give him a sticker but i i did not yeah yeah it was like that spider-man meme like you you yeah yeah (laughs) hey it's me hey it's me yeah yeah Yeah. well it was funny too because we were i was definitely like kind of making fun of him a little bit and then you pointed out like isn't that exactly what you do and i was like oh yeah (laughs) yeah you just look you just look way more cooler doing it ian i doubt that (laughs) (laughs) i doubt that very much uh you know as the owner of several golf shirts i can tell you (laughs) (laughs) yeah no carding man yeah Uh, I think that, you know, like you mentioned, we're kind of we're doing it a little bit more often. And I think, you know, we we held off, you know, when uh, the COVID situation was much worse. Yes. Right. And I think that we're kind of working back to finding our kind of comfort with uh, with like the crowds and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. like managing that stuff. Obviously, you know, staying vaxxed up and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, My big thing is that my four year old is now. Yeah. Right. Like huge. Right. Yeah. You know, so the, yeah, so that's great. So, yeah. So like, I think we're making up for lost time to be honest. Yes. With you, you definitely. Know? Yeah. So, you know, yeah, we're going to the cart track a little bit more also like shit's never been more stressful. So we got to blow off a little bit of steam, you know? Yeah. 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 Cause I, I think say that every like three months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, have you seen, you know? Yeah. Quarterly but- report. Ah, exactly exactly right yeah but like i think you can tell from the video that like we're obviously only able to focus on the task at hand right like we're not thinking about other things when you watch this video like there's nothing else right it does what it says in the box in this video right and i think that that's a good kind of example of like of just how clutch and like mental health helpful this is for us, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, for sure. yeah. So thank you for continuing to cart with me. Yeah. And like I said, I dude, I've learned so much from you. Like it's so, it's so great seeing you just like morph into whatever cart you pick up and like the, like, and folks last time I knew I knew Ian had the worst cart because he could only pull like 35s on it or 33s. It was like 34s and 33s. Oh, that's like, you might as well have like wheels made of stone and like a was, chicken instead of an engine. Like, <laughs> yeah, like three and a half seconds over the course of a 30 second lap is, yeah, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like, you know, I'm pretty consistent. And you can wring stuff out of a bad, bad ish cart. Yeah. If it's just like a different balance or whatever, or Mm -hmm. bad tires or whatever, you know, I can, whatever, I can make it work. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was horrendous. It was real (laughs) bad. And I, I turned it, I drove it back into the pits and they very nicely like gave us extra laps because I did that, uh, which was awesome of them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it was, it was good. And And then I got right back out and, um got back down there in the into the low 30s so i think they realized quickly that it was oh yeah it was <laughs> yeah yeah that's the uh, i love it i love it man yeah so yes carding we did the carding continue to do the carding yes mm-hmm. all right all right dave yeah. so we're going to talk about a bring a trailer thing close your ears donnie yeah um, <laughs> yep uh-huh. <laughs> yep there was, and I haven't seen what it's at since it went up. It sold. 
Oh, it did sold. Yeah, so it did. It, sold. It did. <laughs> Do you want to guess for how much? Um, let's see. It was a five door. Yep. Yellow. Yellow. Two thousand. Two thousand. Yep. So the Sobvigan. Yes. Yeah. Um. So it was the it was the five door. So a little less desirable, maybe. Mm-hmm. Cool color though. I like I'm I like that color on the Saab. Yeah. Um. It was. It wasn't super high mileage either, but the yeah. listing was a little vague. Uh huh. Um, which we're going to talk about. Uh-huh. I'm going to say it went for twelve thousand dollars. Well, I think you will be uh, interested to know it only sold for ninety six hundred dollars. Oh, I okay. have a feeling that like I was trying to put a little bring a trailer inflation in there. Right, right. Yeah, their standard zhuzh that they add to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest with you, these uh, jack uh, point covers are probably worth, you know, 150 bucks a piece. And there's four of them. Right. That's Those true, things yeah. have just vanished. from. Oh, the I didn't even notice that his front valence was cracked or whatever. Yep. I was so busy worrying about the rust. See? I didn't even notice that that was cracked. Yep. Yep. So speaking of rust, Ian. Yes. Like I want to talk about the situation with the rear strut towers on these sobs because yeah. it's very interesting. Okay. So the front strut tower is super easy to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're in the engine bay. Right. Right. Yeah. The rears on the other hand are in the hatch, but there is this little, they're behind the carpet in the hatch. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's this little kind of line, this upside down U it pressed into that carpet and you have to cut it in order to flip it down to look at the strut tower or to get a wrench in there. Otherwise you're taking all the carpet out. Right. Right. So at, at that point, before you cut the carpet, you have like both completely rusted out strut towers and perfect rust towers. It is Schrodinger's strut towers. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 Schrodinger's rust, essentially. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Whether or not. Yeah. Right? And I... So, when I was looking for for the Vigan for another two-door or three-door to swap everything over to that was rust-free, I actually... I found one and I... uh, It was not a Vigan, but, you know, it's all the same. Um and the guy like had never cut those. And I actually brought a razor with me and I was like, are you okay? Like, do you consent to me cutting these to check them for rust? Yeah. And I was like, cause otherwise we have to pull all the speakers off, all this carpet out. He was like, yeah, go ahead. Cut them rust. Right, man. Yeah. And so what I knew this from, you know, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, from, from just being in a 50 mile radius of me. <laughs> yeah. And so when this listing went live, the first thing I did was control F for rust <laughs> and then started scrolling and looking for pictures of start house. Now I didn't see, did anyone else comment on that? And did, did they eventually add a picture of I, the rear strut towers? I, I had checked back after a little while um but i didn't see it yeah rust on the trunk floor but that's in the description and the spare tire wall which made me worry about the about the strut towers strut towers right Right. yeah the the spare tire well is definitely like a super low point and water always leaks in from the taillights and collects there Mm -hmm. but still like yeah nobody mentioned the strut towers yeah so who knows? I, you just need to, that needs to be your whole, you need to create an account on bring a trailer just to comment on these things. And that's the only thing you comment on just every sob one. What about those red towers? Yep. Picks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like one of those gross dudes on the internet asking a woman for pics or something. Like I'm like, picks. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, your, it's your equivalent of feet picks. Strut tower picks, please. Yeah. I'm entitled to them. <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, Beautiful strut towers. <laughs> I do. Oh, can you see from here if 
Yes, this is my other favorite details. The speaker held by the duct tape. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But can you see from the trunk pictures if that had been cut? Oh, look at that. They have. Yeah. Yeah, look at the little flappies. But I I think it had coilover, so it must have. They must have done it to to put the coilovers in. Yep, they did. Yeah. Yeah, you either have to pull that carpet all the way out or, or cut. So they cut. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Schrodinger Stra- Towers, man. Yeah. Well, if you're if you're just listening and you really want to see what the um, the thing is, you can go to the YouTube and the uh, we have a picture up of the yeah of of the uh, Strut Tower access points. Yep. Yep. It's hilarious that they would like put those little indentations in. Like, here's where you cut when you need I mean, to do the struts. Honestly, that's that's great. I, yeah. I wish, yeah. You know, that's like. I don't know. The, I run into this all the time in 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 my line of work, and I think most people who have some sort of engineering, even though I'm like a fake computer engineer, uh, <laughs> you know, any sort of engineering discipline, you have this divide, right, between like design and then operations. Sure. And a lot of times, you have the the there's like the hubris of the designers of like well i'm just gonna make it so it will just function as intended right and then people who people who work in design or work in engineering but have an operations background do this sort of shit where you're like yeah that's cute but it's gonna break later (laughs) right right and when here yeah because i am but human Uh uh-huh and i will have fucked up right and so you will need access to fix my my fuck up. Also, this is a wear item, so it's not quite that. But you know what I mean. Like, right, right. You can tell when people put those sorts of thoughts into design, and it's always like, see you. See, yep. see what you did there? Yep. And I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure, right? Yeah. 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 I, like, I like the little in- – it's kind of like a sob way of solving it, right? Like mm-hmm. they didn't add like plastic fasteners or Velcro or anything like that. Right. Cause they could have made like little, you know, plastic panels or something like they're like, no, we'll just, we're just pressing this in. They're going to get to this like two or three times over the life of the vehicle. Yeah. Just put this indentation in. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. also they knew that if they had done the plastic things, it definitely would have fucking rattled. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it. you know, those <laughs> clips would have fallen down inside. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. God terrible yeah uh-huh yep yep yeah no so well these, yeah. this is still a really cool car and i'm, I'm glad somebody bought it yeah for, for sure semi-reasonable money yeah i would say that's not too insane for a, a decent vegan although i i would like to see a an uncracked front bumper that's that's pretty harsh yeah yeah but yeah but that's near the ceiling of vegans right like yeah 10 grand is kind of like yeah I like I could see myself like eventually paying like twelve for like a crazy clean vegan, like but, the nicest one. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like the one I had, but you know, no rust whatsoever. You pick it up, you drive it to Pebble Beach. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Which would yeah, never, I, never happen, but yeah. I think eventually, probably. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. A rust. rust imagine a rust-free one another ten years from now. True true but it's going to go for a crazy amount of money yeah it's i don't know like with rust stuff like i can be a little pessimistic i I, like maybe it was from hanging out with like emts when i was doing that mobile stroke treatment unit project where like Mm -hmm. i heard them say like well all bleeding stops eventually (laughs) (laughs) oh shit you guys are dark i'm like oh well everything's gonna rust eventually yeah. What you need to do is every time you buy something from like Amazon or whatever, uh-huh. and it comes with like the little like do not eat silica <laughs> packets, you just need to stockpile those, right? And then uh-huh. just when you find a, a really nice sob, you just cover the entire <laughs> surface of the car in those. Yes. Yeah. I make like a ball pit of silica gel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just drop the car in it yeah uh-huh yeah that's my garage yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah just spend it upside down <laughs> in it <laughs> yeah it, 
uh side note like having that st- i just imagine like m- my mind went to me like driving out of the garage and like silica packets like flying off as uh-huh. i was driving away i don't think i mentioned on the show the prank that i pulled on Peta. um I don't know. so Peta kept his um kept his m3 at my house for a little bit uh because mm-hmm. there's an exhaust shop nearby right yes he lives up in the mountain so i went and picked it up so it wouldn't have to sit at the exhaust shop put in the garage here right well uh pappy went on amazon um and let me tell you what i bought um mini ducks uh let's see here yeah so i bought a pack of 150 little uh plastic ducks on amazon amazing like the little mini rubber ducks right yes yes. and i hid them all over his uh m3 (laughs) (laughs) is he still finding them he found the one in the sun visor on the driver's side when we were going to autocross last time Mm -hmm. and then he reached over and pulled down the passenger side and this is like a month after I, I did this. He pulled down the passenger side visor and two fell out. <laughs> uh, he was he was having a, a bummer kind of day and like stopped to get gas in the M3, opened the gas cap and there was one stuck there. <laughs> I lined them all up across all of the, uh, like the whole way across the rear strut tower brace in the trunk. I had them oh all like God. lined up and yeah, so... In uh, the coin holder, like I didn't, I didn't put any under hood because the last thing I wanted was one of those sucked into an intake or something. <laughs> right, it just yeah. like melts. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I hit a uh, 150 rubber ducks in Peta's uh, BMW, and uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so do that to your friends because uh, you know it's only 12 bucks on Amazon to get a whole bunch of ducks. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Um. Okay. All right. Well, what else do you want to talk about, Ian? Dave, I want to talk about subscriptions. Oh, okay. All right. This is something that's been going on for a few weeks and we haven't addressed it yet on the show. Um, and I think some other people have talked about it. So if anyone doesn't know, there has been a couple news stories oh, yeah. um, going around lately uh, about car makers moving to subscription models for like like features on the car so the big one that kind of kicked this all off was bmw and their fucking heated seats saying like heated seats will cost you like 12 bucks a month or whatever it's gonna be a subscription model yeah whatever so a lot of people have said a bunch of stuff about this people got very upset about it um but i wanted to talk about one other thing with this so first of all this article in the drive is great it talks about um bmw's um response to um to the whole debacle um and uh you should definitely go read that on the drive it's by uh peter holdreth um and basically they were saying like if you buy a car with heated seats it's going to have heated seats however if you need to if you want to turn something on later then you will you can then but you know pay extra money per month to turn that that feature on is what is what their stance is going to be okay the uh gm is also in the news because they're gonna have uh, onstar be a mandatory subscription oh you wow. have to you have to license that when you buy a car and it's going to be an extra add-on cost where it used to be just kind of come with the car yeah so i think there's a couple of things here first of all automakers is not the only place obviously it's not the only industry that is moving to this sort of thing um and i think i mean eventually there's going to be a huge backlash against this right right? because it's it stems from the way that companies are financed now their their investors are all investment capital places and private equity and and they are very concerned with quarter to quarter. Mm-hmm. Am I, are we seeing revenue, you know? Right. And they, they don't give a shit about what the company's customers feel about them. Cause they're not involved in that at all. And they just have like way outsized influence in the whole, 
transaction, right? Of between workers and executives and what and customers and investors. Investors have way more influence than they should. And and their whole thing is quarter to quarter, we need revenue, we need revenue, we need revenue. Right. And right. so this is what companies are doing to respond to that demand. Um, and eventually what it means is that you don't, as a consumer, own anything. Right. You don't, you can't actually own anything. And this is going to have implications for modifying cars eventually. Right. Because, yes. right. Because if everything is a licensed feature, if you're licensing whatever the feature is, the car has to be connected back to home base because it's right. the only way you can do enforcement. Right. Yeah. Otherwise people would just unlock it with right. a, with a ECU flash or whatever. Um, so it's always going to now be connected back to home base, which brings up a whole bunch of privacy concerns. How are they handling this data? Like all of that stuff on top of eventually it's going to make right to repair even more fraught of like, are we right. going to be able to modify cars in the future? Um, so this is a, this is dangerous and bad on lots of levels. Right. Right. I like uh, my mind went a couple places. One of them is absolutely at that enthusiast thing. And I, I like, I think that a good kind of example of like the canary in the coal mine is how many cars have you been in or how many cars have you crossed paths with that have expired serious X, uh, yeah. XM subscriptions. Right. Right. Cause everybody just used the free like year or two, right? Like just about no one pays for it. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> you do. Right. Mm -hmm. But like how many cars have you gotten in that have had expired subscriptions? Right. Yeah. Right. So like that, like that one little thing, like being subscription based, like, and seeing kind of the impacts of that. Now you have a button on your radio that doesn't, do anything right now you have to like find music other ways right you have to like you didn't own any of that data that you were previously consuming from the series xm streaming right and yeah. like and that's just for something as like inconsequential as your stereo right like being able to hear some sound from a specific place right now if you like just map that over things like radar active cruise control, heated seats, like all of these, like all of these features that like can make or break your experience with a car. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts because like the, the electrical part of me says like, well, you just need to send like 12 volts to a heating coil and you're going to have heated seats. Right. Yeah. But then like knowing how complex the electronics are and how many fucking sending modules and like all of well, this stuff. And in some cars, there's no buttons for the heated seats anymore. It's all through the UI. Right. So, I mean, there's, there, there's a whole thing. You're going to see like add on physical switches that s supplant this stuff. That's all just like hacked into the car. Like, yeah. And yeah. fires and fires resulting from those. Yeah, you're going to see here. Yeah, there's going to be a couple of fires. <laughs> yeah. You got a warm took us and you got a real warm took us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because it is really something as simple as like sending 12 volts somewhere. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's all it's ever been. I right. Mean, exactly. So like, why does it need to go to home base? Right. Why does it need to be a touchscreen control to begin with? Right. Yeah. You know, uh, that's a whole other discussion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I and I just want to say like this is not us being like luddites or like right the way it used to be or whatever. There are definite you know advantages to having computers and cars, obviously. Yeah. Right. Um, but the idea that everything needs to be a subscription and I think is just really like pernicious and yeah awful. And yeah. Just a way to like squeeze more money out of the consumer and and i don't think i don't think companies like being in this position either i honestly don't think that that bmw is a, can't be excited about this right right, right. yeah you know like I, they, they can't be but they're i think they're boxed into this yeah. sort of 
dumb decision um, just by the way that the world of finance works now, which is real fucking dumb. Right, right. I've seen one tech company's culture massively shift because of that. You know, I work closely with several people from that company mm-hmm. and it's it shifted like since the subscription model began. Yeah. doesn't seem like as fun of a place to work. There's like a lot, there's some good innovation and stuff going on, but like, it seems like it's just different now. Like the tone is different. And it's, and it's across industry. Like it's huge in my industry. So that's why, like, yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot, but you know, it's, it's, if you think about things in your life that yeah. you pay monthly for now yeah. versus how many things you paid monthly for 15 years ago. Right. I mean, it's huge, right? It's a huge change. Um, you know, even just a, your TV, like my TV drives me fucking bananas. Cause now the new Android TVs, you cannot turn off the ads in it. You cannot Uh, get rid of the ads on the home screen. Right. So my TV, you know, you used to buy a TV and it's actually a good analogy for the car too. Cause you would buy the TV and it would, you would get the thing right. that you thought you were going to get out of right. the box, right? You would right. get the four channels or however many channels or whatever you hooked into it, you would get. But that's not the case anymore, right? So now my TV makes money off off of me when, they, when I purchase it. Right. Every time I turn it on because it serves me fucking ads. Right. Which drives me crazy. And then all of the subscriptions that I buy, those also make money for Google because I bought, I installed those through the play store and they have to pay Google to be in the play store. It's crazy. (laughs) It is. It is. First of all, Pappy needs to get pie hole over there because that'll take care of that piece. But no, you're exactly right. Like you, it's not a single point of sale interaction, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Like I, so musically I get on like weird nostalgia trips, go figure. Right. Yeah. And I went down a nostalgia rabbit hole for like some like very specific drum and bass stuff a little while ago. Right. And I was seeking out these three albums one of them is not even worth mentioning, but all three from a band called We, W-E. Imagine how hard that shit is to find on the internet, right? Yeah. I don't know. You've probably heard of them. They're like the like some of the pioneers of like Ilbient, like the drum, like the chilled down drum and bass stuff, right? Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, they're yeah. right up there with the the for finding, uh, for ungoogleable names or right? chick, chick, chick. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, great job naming your fucking band, guys. Yeah. yeah. Let's make sure, no wonder you're, obscure and broken up yeah right (laughs) yeah and on top of that they're they're my favorite album of theirs is one called as is we as is jesus Mm -hmm. christ like throw me a fucking bone here right right but you uh the only their bad album is on apple music any of the subscription stuff right ginger over here dug out his cds still had them ripped it ripped them on i had to find a external usb drive cd rom and plug it in and rip it into itunes or apple you know music now is just what it's called on the mac and that and then i sync it sync it over to my tablet that i have in the abarth and now that and that's how i have we on the go physical media man do you remember how how there's albums right there yeah right well and do you remember how like up and arms people were about like drm yeah yeah right uh digital yeah. rights management or whatever yeah. like yeah imagine if 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 somebody had said then mm-hmm. right when the drm thing was like really like big like in the late 90s early 2000s that 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 eventually you would get to the point where not only would you have uh you know encryption on your on the files that you ostensibly own but that you would ne- then need to authenticate those licenses right. with the company that you bought it from right every time you every time every, every time. time right yeah yeah that's 
right? Frank? Imagine yeah. hearing that 20 years ago. Yeah. And, and how fuck that it would have been. Frank right. Zappa would have been in front of Congress again. Like, was, <laughs> ah! you know? right? Right? Yeah. Smash cut to like me powering up a, a Game Boy, like, so I can yeah. play Tetris. Like, right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Anyway, have we yelled at clouds enough? Well, I, I think that like, I think that the Trojan horse for this kind of like subscription stuff is that they're saying like people, people will try to like, I, I'm snapping myself into the, the shoes of the salesperson, right? Okay. So pretend I'm a sales weasel, right? Uh, you know, whatever. Um, th- w- the way that they would try to justify something like this is like, oh, if you can't afford, like you can afford this car, but you can't afford these things down the road where, you know, when you're making more money, you get a promotion, whatever, you know, then you can turn on this stuff and have that, right? Like you can, instead of having to trade in an entire car, right? You could just turn on this stuff, right? Yeah. And I hate that. Like it, it feels slimy to me. Like I don't, it, I don't know. I have a visceral reaction to that kind of thing because it like, it's almost like it, Okay, therapy session. I think it hooks into like the uh, Christianity prosperity gospel stuff, mm. right? Like you send us money, like you're going to get rich, like that kind of thing, right? Like you do a thing, future prosperity down the road. I think like that stuff, right? Like just from growing up in a somewhat fundamental Christian environment like that, you know, hits me. But like, I like, I don't know, like that's how they're going to try to sell like, or to make this kind of stuff okay. And it, like, it feels dirty to me. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, and I mean, you're still, you're still paying. Yeah. You're, you are paying for those heated seats, right? right. Like the, they're built they're into in, the cost of the car. They're yes. 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 They're right? not, they're not, when they're making these, these calculations, they're not subtracting out the revenue yeah right from the person who ordered it like it's it's all baked in like you said it's baked into the cost of the car already yeah not only the fact that if if this expands to lots of other features you know what if they're physical features like heated seats then you're paying for it in terms of weight and gas and everything else like you know the the idea that you're gonna I don't know. There's, there's a concept in my industry of like pay as you grow, where like, Mm -hmm. if you're going to use a, you know, a a computer device of some sort and you can pay for capacity. Yes. Yes. And so like that, that's a fundamentally sort of different thing because it's units of the same thing. Right. 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 And so this physical box is capable of this much, but you only need half of that. Um, and so you're only going to pay for half of that plus the cost of the hardware. Right. right. That, that sort of makes sense. But here where you're talking about like all these disparate parts and pieces, right. like there's no way they're not already building all that in and you're, you're already paying for it. Right. Right. Several times over. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Right. Man, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of goes back to like the, like the extended warranty, like the quantity of people that aren't ever filing a warranty claim. Right. But have purchased the extended warranty. Right. Like, like paying for the subscription, you know, like never using it, never using it. And the fact that that model like even exists. It, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, eventually, if this seeps into every aspect of your life, yeah. Eventually, there's going to be a point where it's not sustainable right. anymore, and people. Right. And also, I think there's going to be there's going to be automakers, or there's going to be people in every industry who are like, you know what? We can probably appeal to people by saying, right. "Here's a thing that you own." Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, look at like, uh, what is it? Uh, good old games, right? That, uh, digital video game storefront. Like that's their whole thing is like, you buy it, it's DRM free, you own it. Right. Mm -hmm. Same with the humble indie bundle stuff. Right. Right. You know, all of those kinds of like that culture of like, 
No, like you own the thing, like and, and having a an, a company like have that as being part of their like the whole appeal of buying something from them, you know? Yeah, yeah, like you know the digital storefronts that we buy music from, like where we get the album and then hey, you get to download the MP3s for free, right? Yeah. You know, like that kind of stuff. Like yeah, there's people that hinge their entire existence on on that kind of like uh like white knighting you know, consumer space. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, but it's not, it's, it's not even white knighting. It's, it's self-serving as well. Right. It's a, it's a, you know, there's a reason that like there's some stores or, or businesses or whatever that really pride themselves on customer service. And it's not because they're altruistic. It's because they see that like no one else is doing it and people right. fucking appreciate it. Right. Right. They exactly. appreciate being treated like human beings <laughs> and not ATMs. Right. Right. No, that's a great point, Ian. That's a great point. And, uh, you know, eventually people, the, the fucking brain geniuses over in the private equity world, are going to figure that out. I guess they're supposed to be the smartest people in the room. So I'm told, <laughs> oh. but they have not figured out that people don't enjoy this uh, right. yet. Right. So, so real quick, let's talk about backend infrastructure, right? Because I think that we've seen stuff happen in the video game front where like, you know, the Xbox network shutting down, no, the PlayStation, right? Yes. The PSN network shutting down, like all of Let that Let alone stuff. hacks. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like who better to equip like legacy tech architecture than automakers? I mean, come GM. on. GM. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. They're going to be getting yeah. consultants from like the banking industry and the banking folks are going to be like, have you heard of this thing called VMS? <laughs> Open VMS. <laughs> right. Well, and, and think of the layers. Think of all the layers that are going to be involved in that. Yeah. Right. Because not only is it going to be GM's systems right. that will eventually be, or, or BMWs or whoever's, an automaker's systems being legacy and all that. But if, and the UI and the brains of it is Android right. or Apple or whatever. Right. Because right. that's starting to happen now too, where you have like outsourced stuff. Right. I, I mean, the <laughs> um, imagine somebody's car hasn't been updated in five years. Right. You know, and 15 years from now, their heated seats stop working right how how is that gonna happen yeah right yeah. how are you gonna how is anybody gonna untangle that fucking mess it's it's going to be like the sirius xm thing where like i i mean uh, sirius xm is still around but like if people yeah. are just going to be making compromises and like the uh like the investor douches are are like going to say well then like they're gonna want to buy a new car they're gonna want right. to upgrade right so right. like the like the kind of like throwaway culture disposable like commodity stuff right um that's just going to like keep getting bigger and bigger and like we've already seen tiny kind of like glimpses of that like you know like would you buy an audi after hundred twenty thousand miles Right. Like right. timing chains, firewall, like all that stuff. Right. Like all of these things where they're like, it's an obvious in indication that they don't care about it after X point. Right. Well, yeah, they don't care about it after a quarter from now, right. you know, that right. that's what they, they care about the next earnings call. Yeah. And, and that and legal is, liability. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what that brings, it does bring a, a, a funny point too, of like, imagine <laughs> what the craigslist ads of the future will be right right of like listing out all the subscriptions that can be reactivated right. are currently active and just can't be reactivated right yeah yeah and just untangling that mess i mean already if you want a specific trim level of a car it's already like a you know you that's a that's a job for you right. to go seek that out. Yes. Imagine now <laughs> you have to find a specific trip level and active subscriptions. Right. Right. Yeah. What a fucking nightmare. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And here everything's dumb and getting dumber. And here comes you and I in our fucking tiny little toot toot hatchbacks fucking blazing down the road. 
yeah. with our with well with your heated seats i don't have them in my a barth but i do in the lex but yeah right yeah. Yeah. yeah got you know what we need to buy loaded up luxury cars and just preserve them right yeah we need to buy like 2013 lexus ls's with all S-classes. the classes be- yep. yeah no, yeah yeah all the bells and whistles right mm-hmm. put them in your silica gel garage that you, yeah right yeah 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 i think you're right i right? think you're right i think i think just having like the most stuff that you own yeah that nobody can take away from you <laughs> right right will become very valuable very soon yeah yeah i think yeah. you're absolutely right Ian, I have MP3s like that are still like, I mean, that I probably encoded in like 2003, maybe some. Oh yeah. I have, I have some from before then. I have some from the late nineties still. Yeah. Right. From like pre Napster. Yeah. Um, sort of stuff. Right. Uh, that I downloaded off like Radiohead message boards in the late nineties. Yes. Um, I've got, yeah, I've got for like an hour, a song. Yeah. Oh, I used to, I used to queue up downloads, like three or four songs, maybe five songs before I went to bed. Yeah. Yeah. And I would be, I would always make sure I was the last one. Yep. With the computer. So nobody would pick up the phone. Yep. Yeah. I would queue them up and I would go to bed. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, that would have been like 2000. Yeah. nine two thousand somewhere in there yeah um right yeah i don't know yeah this yeah. is stupid though I, it is, is it is really fucking stupid i didn't intend for us to spend this much time no on it. that's okay that's okay we talked about fun stuff like carding like yeah and then we talked about that what do you want to talk about next um well i think we're closing in on an hour should we like jesus should we uh should we do a license plate game or two and then and call it what do you think let me tell you a little funny story about my barth real quick yes 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 i do want yes okay all right so uh, uh, two two little things so uh i got a notification speaking of subscriptions right got a little notification that uh or didn't and just on my normal searches of you pullets got a notification that there was a fiat 500 a barth 2013 at the aurora you pull and pay right Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I sent it to you, and you had one of the funniest fucking comments I've ever heard. Uh, you said, "Do you remember?" I don't. You said, "Can you? Is it possible you could put a retainer on, on the car? <laughs> like every month they send you a part, like a subscription box." Yeah, Jenny got me for Christmas. She got me a a, a bread subscription. So I, oh, every shit. month I get a, a different pastry and a different loaf of bread. Uh, and I think that a similar model for for this for for enthusiast cars and drug uh-huh. cards is a good idea. Uh-huh. You could get I could get Dave a a a, a Barth of the Month Club, and it would just be a random part would yeah. show up at his house. Just a multi air brick, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, just an oily box, <laughs> like, one caliper. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, just yeah, just, yep. Uh, so I went, I I went and checked it out. Right, it mm-hmm. it was on. It, one good thing about the U pull it yard is they tell you how long it's been in the yard. Okay. Um, I went yesterday, so it's only been in the yard seven days. It this is obviously collision damage. All the airbags had deployed. They were all cut out of the headrest. Interesting, knowing where, now where I have airbags and stuff in my headrest, right? Yeah. Uh, but I would like to show you the, um, and, and thank you, Andrea, because I uh, uh, texted or DM'd Andrea, like, what part should I get, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, the plan was hatched for um, front axles, because those are hard to come by. You know, obviously scoping for any upgraded parts. Multi-air yeah. brick, but I already have one of those. Um you know stuff like that right maybe a steering wheel in case mine gets gummy yeah right but and then like check the condition of like the driver's side because you can tell the passenger side on this is completely torn up um yeah and here is what i found ian this was it had already been just decimated huh yeah like a swarm of locusts had come over the car it uh it had the non-abar steering wheel 
So I don't, wow. yeah, so it didn't have that. It only had one seat, uh, the passenger seat. My seats are fine and they're the ones you want. Yeah. Um, yeah, it did not have a driver's door. Uh, it didn't have like any, I think in this picture, you can still see like that the turbo is hanging there. Yeah. Yeah. That was gone by the time you got oh, there. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, That's the, amazing. the, the um driver's side axle was gone the only thing was a passenger side axle i was like yeah it's not worth you know not worth it i was on the way to a doctor's appointment nearby so yeah um so i was a little rushed but it was more of a fact-finding mission than anything else did you get anything at all nothing nothing wow the abarth emblems were pried off of the uh, rear three-quarter panels uh the hatch was completely gone um wow yeah well good Good work, Fiat 500 community. Apparently, they're yeah. on top of it. Yeah, yeah. This is like in uh, in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit when they put the cartoon into the, like the dip stuff. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, another quick thing about the Abarth. Um, I was driving it a bunch, and I got a a warning light on the dash while I was on E470 right so i'm doing 85 miles an hour right the top of what i'd like to do in the abarth mm-hmm. and little warning light comes on it's the the triangle warning light right with the little uh, exclamation point in it yeah, yeah, yeah. okay here let me Did you pull. have a speed warning set and didn't know about it no i didn't but that's really funny i didn't think about that but it is here let me show you the warning light and what it is ian it's this guy right here number eight the ocho Okay, okay, let's go down here and look at number eight. All right. Here you, you <laughs> wanna... Fiat 500 generic warning lights. <laughs> like you, you have a Fiat. <laughs> if it's Italian, they could just be like, you haven't sexually harassed anybody in 10 minutes. Right? Yeah. So um, I stopped to get some Indian food. While I'm waiting for it, I'm furiously Googling, right? Uh-huh. It, it turns out that what you have to do is you have to turn the car off then turn it back on. And when you turn it back on, it will show you the warning that caused that. Oh, It'll read. And did it tell you? Oil change interval light. Oh. So it thought like from, you know, from when it had no battery for so long before I yeah. got it, that now it thinks it needs its oil change. It doesn't know it's had its oil change like seven times since then. Right. <laughs> so so you, you know how you turn it off? Turn, turn the key to the on position, not start the engine. Turn the key to the on position. Pump the gas pedal all the way to the floor three times. Turn the car off. The next time you turn the car on, that light will be reset. I love it. I right? love it. Right? That's amazing. Yeah. So there you go. I got, I got, <laughs> just like I'm driving and it, like warning light comes on. And so like I've already connected the obd2 thing i'm pulling codes like there's no codes i'm freaking out and meanwhile like the warning lights like i guess it's a warning yeah i guess my uh yeah that's like my with the r32 the this it plays the same sound to let you know that you have no coolant (laughs) the alternator's broken or it's 39 degrees outside. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. It's, it's the same sound for everything. And right. so you're, every time anything happens, you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> and it's never anything. It know? turns out it's just chilly outside. <laughs> yeah. It's a little chilly. Right. Did you bring a jacket? Is basically <laughs> right. what it's saying. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, yeah. Like every time you left the ho- house, you got a foghorn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like a really angry beep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, that's uh that's hilarious. Yep. There you go. Generic that. warning light. Yep. Very so. nice. Yep. Yep. Dave, I think we should end with one license plate game. Absolutely. Um, do you want mine or or do you have one? What do you want? I don't do have one for you, so this is oh, gonna be let's Ian. Do it. Yeah. Let's okay. do it. All right. Okay, I'm ready to bring this image in. You wanna give me any preface? Um, these are all cars made by toyota okay that's it's the only kind of commonality um but they all i don't know they felt they felt right okay i all noticed right. the toyota thing afterwards oh okay okay yeah. here here we go ah okay 
Up top, I'm gonna guess that's an NX 250, 300, the little NX crossover mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. their gray. We've got probably an ES, yep, kicking around here, the 350. Yep. And then we have a Camry. So we've got two Lexi and a Camry. Okay. Yes. Hmm. All right. And for plates, so white Camry, white Camry. White, white Camry. We have one Honey, H-O-N-N-I-E. Oh, okay. And then the second one, Create You. Yeah. Create You. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. C-R-E, the number eight, and then the letter U. And then lastly, Twistor, T-W-I-S-T-O-R. Twistor, Twistor. But not Twister, Twistor. Twistor. Yeah. Hmm. You got, you got, what, are you, what are you thinking? What do we got? I'm going Twistor with the Camry. You, wanna, some, you got any zoomy zooms? You're going to do any? It, we have some heavy tint on the Camry. Heavy tint. It's the XSE. Right, with the black uh, trim package. Mm -hmm. Right? Like the nicest Camry you can get. Yes, yes. All-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That sounds, that sounds Twistor to me for some reason. Okay. I'm going to say one honey sounds like a Lexus NX. Okay. Okay. Just one honey. Like maybe somebody bought that for their wife side piece, whatever. Right. Yeah. The side cord that they're shucking. This is know. much more risque than you usually <laughs> go in these. Wow. It's, it's okay. an NX. It's an NX. It could go a lot. Of I like it. I like how like you see a Lexus NX and you're like, I know what you do. <laughs> yeah, you dirty <laughs> that's, person. That's where your mind goes when you see a Lexus NX. That's interesting okay. information. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A little too step pretty. Right? right. And then I think that maybe these are in order. Create you would be the California black plate Lexus ES. Okay. Yeah. Huh. All right. Okay. I I may regret this, but I think I want to change my answer. Okay. Okay. Here's here's what we're doing. One honey. You didn't, did you zoom in on all of them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One honey I'm sticking with on the NX. Okay. It's got oh, it's got this. Thank you for prompting me for that. It's got a bedazzled license plate yeah. frame. It's it's one honey. Okay. Okay. All okay. right. I think Twistor might be the ES. Okay? okay. Hear me out. I think that this is Bill Paxton's former assistant. Assisted, <laughs> assisted, second AD grip, best boy, someone right. that loosely had something to do with the film Twister. And, and those residuals are paying for this Lexus. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They, they gaffed one light in the Twister movie, right? Okay. Yeah. They, right. they, they did five seconds of craft service, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. but, but they're they like got, they somehow negotiated their craft services, but they somehow negotiated residuals. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then that would that would leave create you on the which is just a disgusting fucking plate on the Camry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's just because I like the story of the Twister and the California plate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. And there's, I think they, there's there's no plate frames on these these uh, bottom two. Correct. And I I've got a fucking problem with that. We know. We know. <laughs> I'm working on one that's just license plate frames. Oh, and I have to match the frame to the car. Yes, because oh, they're like that's... normal plates, but just frames. And uh -huh. I I'm almost there, but I, I'm I'm waiting on a, a on a few more things. Yeah, that's a great yeah, that's... idea. Thank you. Yeah. Great idea. Since you're obsessed with this. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you've got your answers in. Yep. The solution is in the Dave Don't Look folder. All right. Here we go. No. Oh, I got Twister and I got Twister right. Yeah, Twister right. I got you Twister right. Your answer because you were close to getting nothing. Nothing right. Create yeah. you on the Lexus NX. I did not see that coming. 
Yeah, I think that this is like a, you know, this is like a very much like you were kind of talking about the energy of like the prosperity gospel and all that sort of thing. Yeah. I think that is yep. the energy. This, the Lexus, I uh, I took the I took my kids to the bagel shop down the street uh-huh. uh, uh, for breakfast the other day, and we were sitting outside eating our bagels, and that pulled up right like I took this <laughs> from my seat. <laughs> okay, and I was just like, "Thank you." <laughs> Clickety click. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, psychopath, for parking near me and my children. Yes. And then uh, the middle one that, that was sent to us by Tony uh, oh. on Twitter a long time ago, and I just got around to to using it because it, it kind of fit, I felt. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I saw yeah. the bottom one, too. Anyway. <laughs> nice nice work. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Now, I saw a Cadillac Escalade forever ago that had a license plate that said, C-Y-I Pray. And I just wanted to murder that person and their entire family. Yeah. Right. Like, okay, you got to fucking escalate. Like, don't like, yeah. 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 All the bully for you, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway. Yes. Wow. We kind of went long. We did. We did go long. We yeah. went long and deep on the subscription thing. Well, which it was normally a good conversation. Cost you- cost you extra <laughs> by the way everybody per we're month. moving to a subscription model where you're gonna have to pay per episode did you mention that <laughs> yeah what are they gonna have to pay us in um uh uh just paint chips for my car <laughs> yeah that's right they're gonna have to cash in their fungible tokens yeah yep yep either exactly. that or you send us a plate you get that week's episode <laughs> yeah we need to paper mache my car with fungible tokens yes yes <laughs> Um, Dave, if, if people enjoyed whatever this was, yeah. what, what should they do? Uh, send us vanity plates, 720-515-1391 or apex adjacent at gmail.com. Slide them into the DMS on Instagram and Twitter. If you want Ian to get them. Yeah. Or just, uh, or just say hi. Yeah. Yeah. Stop by, say hi. Yeah. Give us a toot toot beep beep. We're all big boys, right? Yeah. Um, I'll yeah. give you a, I'll give you a, a heartfelt thumbs up emoji <laughs> if you you're, just drop in to say hi you'll probably get but a paragraph no, no, and a few I, exclamation points from me <laughs> but no yeah it's true it's true yeah you know we sometimes we'll like sign our dms because we have this yeah. joint account or whatever but really you can tell who's behind it if it's a terse reply that's me <laughs> yeah 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 if it starts with hey four exclamation points yeah coming from your boy yeah if you have to scroll (laughs) at all to get the whole message Uh uh-huh that's dave if there are feelings (laughs) mentioned (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah 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 well speaking of feelings i feel like this went well yeah i feel like it went well and I feel like we did a car show. And I love you. We love you. Goodbye.